Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 106 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look, gets some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with a tale about a stealer with a sweet tooth, a crook who craves cupcakes. This crime is classically Canadian, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. I first heard of this story on a recent episode of one of my favorite podcasts called Keep Canada Weird. Shout out. My boy Jordan and his boy, Handsome Aaron Airport, discussed it on a recent show. And these guys are great. Just a couple of wholesome Canadian dudes talking about bizarre boneheads and strange happenings up here in Canada, eh? Now, I don't normally do this until the end of the show, but I love these guys so much, I need you to hear their promo ASAP. So, whoop, here it is. Groundbreaking moment for nuclear... And what the Prime Minister knew... Are you tired of the same old news stories? Well, look no further than Keep Canada Weird, a podcast that explores the most bizarre and offbeat news stories from the Great White North. Tim Hortons to viral videos to dumb Canadian criminals. Keep Canada Weird covers it all. Tune in to Keep Canada Weird. You'll be surprised at what you find. The items that were stolen literally were nothing but butter tarts. Subscribe to Keep Canada Weird right now, wherever you get podcasts. Right on. Take a moment to subscribe to Keep Canada Weird, and you'll be supplied with endless hours of entertainment. And you'll be supporting a good dude. And friend of mine in Mr. Jordan Bonaparte. So it's a win-win, baby. Let's get a couple of bad bakery jokes in, then move on with the show. Okay, a girl I used to date worked long hours at a bakery. Unfortunately, things didn't work out between us. Yeah, turns out she was too needy. Which is a shame. Because she made a lot of dough. (laughs) Uh, 
not funny? Well, maybe this next one will make you chuckle. Matthew McConaughey walks into a bakery. He says, Can I get three loaves of bread, please? The baker goes, Sure, Mr. McConaughey. What type of bread would you like? Matthew just smiles and says, All right, all right, all right. All right, everybody. Hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home with some sticky buns. Episode number 106, The Bakery Bandit. My grandma used to serve me up a butter tart with a piping hot cup of tea for an afternoon snack, and I really enjoyed that. I also find it pleasurable to destroy a warm apple pie every once in a while. Heck, sometimes I don't even use my mouth. (laughs) Anyway, other than that, I'm not really a huge fan of baked goods. Cakes, cookies, stuff like that ain't really something I go for. If I were intoxicated and looking for a midnight snack, I'd be more likely to smash a pizza pie than a pecan pie. But not everybody is like that. Some of us have a sweet tooth. And when they crave those sugary snacks, they'll do anything to get their hands on some. Even break the law. Our story takes us to Vancouver, which is a city in British Columbia, Canada. I haven't had the pleasure of visiting Vancouver, but I know it's beautiful. Lots of nature, there's beaches, mountains, you can do some skiing, surfing, whale watching, hiking. Really, there's no shortage of things to see and do. And the businesses, the businesses. You got shopping, bars and clubs, food trucks. Heck, there's even a bakery over there on Dunbar Street specifically 4321 Dunbar Street, and it's called Sweet Something. And that's where we'll be hanging out today. To call this place a bakery would be a bit of a disservice, I suppose. There's more to it than that. Sure, they make delicious cakes, lots of baked goods, but you can also dine in. Enjoy one of their many specialty coffees or teas. It's open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., so they got breakfast and lunch options. Soup and salad and sandwiches. For example, for $12.95, you can get the turkey sandwich meal, which consists of turkey, duh, sun-dried tomato cream cheese, Havarti, avocado, and tomato, served on their house-made focaccia bread, and you have your choice of organic green salad or a cup of soup to go with that. Or you can keep it simple, silly, with the eggs and toast for $6.25. You get an egg served with peasant bread and your choice of butter, Nutella, mixed nut butter, 
ugh, or marmalade. It's strange how when you say peanut butter, that sounds fine. Tasty even. But when you say nut butter, it just sounds nasty. Perverted. Maybe that's just me. Anyway, sweet something is a cute little place to get lunch, brunch, or satisfy your sweet tooth. But you don't got to hear that from a schlub like me. Let's hear from the customers who have actually been there. Sweet Something gets a 4.1 star average from 93 Google reviews. Nicole says, Emma at Sweet Something's made an incredible Paw Patrol cake and cupcakes for my son's third birthday. Not only did they look amazing, they also tasted divine. Moist and flavorful. So happy. Thank you. Right on. Then we got Lori who says, Emma from Sweet Something Bakery is so talented. I was blown away. She made an incredibly beautiful birthday cake for my son's 25th birthday party. And it was not only the most gorgeous cake, but it was so delicious. She is very organized and was perfect in dealing with. Thank you so much. That is just wonderful. This Emma chick they are referring to is Emma Irvine, the owner. I really enjoy her energy and the positive vibes she radiates. You can really see it in the interviews, which we'll hear from our girl later. Okay, so we've gotten a feel for the business, a nice little setup. I guess there's nothing left to do but travel back to the scene of the crime. And we don't have to go back very far. This is a fresh one. Much like the freshly baked goods they serve at Sweet Something on a daily basis. The date is May 26, 2023, so only about three and a half weeks ago. It's 3 a.m. on a Friday, and as my kids say, nothing good ever happens at 3 a.m. That's not entirely true, but typically, when there's a news story that takes place at 3 a.m., they're right. It's not good. So we join a man uh, who is hovering around the storefront of this business. He's pacing back and forth. He seems intoxicated. And not by the aroma of delicious food coming from sweet something. Likely he's intoxicated from alcohol. Had a few too many. Or maybe he's high off the marijuana. I don't want to say it, but I have to. Our boy might be baked. (laughs) Oh dear. At any rate, the young man who looks about early 20s with dark hair, a stubbly face, wearing a black t-shirt and beige pants, he is hungry and out to get a late night snack before crawling into bed for the night. I guess there weren't any pizza places open. That would have been my go-to on a drunken night downtown. Although at 3 a.m., even the pizza shops would have been closed at this point. So the guy decides he's going to break in to this business, which is easier said than done, because he fails on his first couple attempts. He runs up and body checks the door, which is mostly made up of glass. He's probably lucky this method didn't work, as he could have been seriously injured, falling on tops of broken glass shards. The third time, as they say, was a charm for the sweet-toothed scoundrel, who just ended up kicking the glass and shattering it everywhere, before delicately entering making sure not to cut himself up on the sharp glass remaining in the doorframe. Once our guy gets into the store, he takes his time, relaxes on a stool. He's just kind of chilling there. It's like he's waiting to be served. He gets up, he walks around the place, fiddles with the register, can't get that to open. Then it's almost as if he's remorseful, in his drunken stupor, realizing what he's done. He goes and grabs a mop and bucket, and he starts cleaning up his mess. He does a half-assed job at cleaning up the broken glass shards, but hey, it's the thought that counts. I mean, he is using a mop to clean up glass, for crying out loud. 
So after this cleanup, he finds the company phone, which is on the counter, a cell phone, and he starts taking some sick selfies. Kids these days, am I right? Always with the selfies. And he's wearing these goofy orange sunglasses in the picture. It's actually pretty funny. The bakery bandit then goes in the back and grabs himself a box containing six cupcakes. A six-pack. These are pink champagne cupcakes. They look delicious. And I found them on the website. 27 bucks for six of these bad boys. They are chocolate cupcakes topped with pink champagne-flavored buttercream. Looks like they're sprinkled with, I can't tell if it's sugar crystals or sea salt on top. Either way, they look to die for. And our boy takes those. And after spending a little over an hour in there, he finally takes off like a thief in the night. Wow, that is pretty crazy. And thankfully it's all on camera, thanks to the CCTV footage. Owner Emma comes into work that morning, and obviously she's upset. Her business has been broken into, and that's tough. After she views the footage, though, and realizes hardly anything was taken, she laughs, then calls the cops. But she also can't help but find some humor in the situation. Here's a quote from Emma, explaining what happened to Global News. At first, he hung around the front door, knocking for like 15 minutes, like he was picking up an order or something. Then he kicked in the door. He started mopping up his glass. It was one of the funniest things. He also grabbed the store phone, took a few selfies for us as a present, I guess, and then took the cupcakes and was on his way. End quote. I don't know why I'm talking like this for her. <laughs> like I'm mocking her or something, but I do enjoy me some Emma. And yeah, definitely not your typical break-in. And while it's funny, it was still an inconvenience and there was damage to the door and that ain't cheap. Especially during these tough times. Kind of sucks. Let's hear more from Emma. Initially, my heart sank. It's hard as a small business, especially coming out of COVID, to survive right now. And one more expense doesn't make it easier. But she's not the type to feel sorry for herself, adding, I was in stitches watching the footage. I can't be too mad at this guy. Love her attitude. And the way she handled it. Yeah, you could easily play the victim and feel sorry for yourself after a break-in. But Emma looked at the bright side and took full advantage of this opportunity. She was interviewed by Global, CBC, and other news outlets. She's pretty, she's funny, and her energy is infectious. So yeah, this story got some traction, and she milked it hard. In the end, I mean, she lost some cupcakes and had to fix her door. I'm not sure how much it costs. Let's say even a thousand bucks. She's probably insured. I don't really know how that works. But I'd say she made out pretty damn well with all the publicity she received for her business. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Oh, and I should mention, Emmer really deserves the credit for this story making national news, because the day after this happened, she took to TikTok and showed the video of the break-in while discussing what happened in a fun, lighthearted way. This video quickly went viral and has 2.7 million views along with over 457,000 likes. That's wild. And thankfully, this isn't where the story ends. I've talked about Emma handling the situation well, but then we have the bakery bandit who I'm sure he kind of panicked the next day when he woke up in a pile of cupcake crumbs, wondering what the heck happened last night. Then in the coming days, seeing his face plastered on the news in this viral video and all that, well, he manned up and did the proper thing though, calling up the bakery to apologize, willing to receive his just desserts. When he finally got a hold of Emma, they actually had a nice conversation. Emma quote, He gave me a call and you know... It was really sincere, heartfelt apology. You know, I have a soft spot in my heart for this guy. So we've definitely asked the police not to press charges. End quote. I love that. The bakery bandit, whose name still hasn't been revealed, made all the right moves. And he seems like a likable guy who made a silly mistake. And of course, he told Emma he will pay for the cupcakes and the cost of the broken door. As he should. The reason for the break-in wasn't really revealed. Uh, That's a question Emma was asked in interviews, and she says she didn't bother to try to find out. It didn't matter to her. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory. The guy was drunk and hungry and made some bad decisions that night. Obviously, there were no hard feelings there. He had nothing against the business. And let's be honest, if there were a burger joint or a Taco Bell there instead, he probably would have done the same thing. It was a crime of convenience. Emma loved the bandit's sunglasses, these strangely shaped orange-rimmed shades. She was obsessed. She even made a new menu item called Crime of Passion to commemorate the event. And it's basically just the champagne cupcake he stole, but with a cookie on top, in the shape of the sunglasses with orange and black icing on them. You can get a six-pack of these for 45 bucks. She originally started selling these to make money to pay for the broken door, and it looks like they might actually stick around as they're quite popular. 
Emma mentioned the glasses in the conversation with the bandit. And our guy, I'm telling you, he's growing on me. He's a good dude. Emma quote, He has offered to give me the orange sunglasses that he has made famous in those selfies. And maybe one day, him and I, he said, we'll sit down at Sweet Something and have a chocolate champagne cupcake and just reminisce over this. End quote. Apparently, it's not Emma's call, but let's hope police don't pursue charges against this guy. He's remorseful, he fessed up, he's going to take care of things financially. The victim has forgiven him. There's no need for them to get involved. And I've forgiven the bakery bandit too. But let's see if the citizens in the comments section of the CBC article are as forgiving. Usually they are not. Ron says, He was most likely stoned or on mushrooms or LSD and wondered why there are cupcakes beside his bed in the morning. And when the selfies of him came out, he knew he had to cover his tracks with cash and whining for mercy. He is not civilized enough to be around retailers with this behavior. Wow, Ronnie, you sound like a real pleasure to be around. All right, next, Danny says, Would he have committed criminal acts for a sausage roll? I think not. He needs treatment for his addiction. Did he share them with anybody? Bail hearing is in order. Report every two weeks to probation officer. Okay, pal. This seems like he was probably joking, but yeah. Hard to find anyone on the bandit's side. Doug says, He broke the law. And while it's great that he came forward, why did he wait so long? There needs to be some accountability to the public as well. While jail won't fix the broken door, etc., and cost taxpayers far more than the door-slash-cupcakes and lost week of business, and it's good that he's willing to replace the cupcakes and door costs. What about lost business costs, stress, and anxiety costs? There's much more going on here than just some guy breaking the law and yet everyone being okay with it, making it out like it's cute rather than some drunk fool stealing. Jeez, Doug. Such a negative attitude. So unforgiving. Why are people like this? Personally, I thought it was a feel-good story. Maybe it's just because this is the internet and that's how people operate online. It's actually a scientific fact that humans become ten times tougher when they get behind a keyboard. Anyway, let's find a comment with some positivity and end on a high note. Ah, here's one. Fred says, Cupcake caper deserves a second chance. It takes a lot of guts to own and admit the irresponsibility, which makes the caper a better person. The owner of the cupcake place is willing to drop all charges, which is really nice of them too. So this is a nice ending. Wow, that's great, Fred. But positivity is kind of boring, isn't it? Screw it. Let's get a final negative comment to finish things off. Hit us with it, James. They should charge him with assault and batter. we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 106, The Bakery Bandit. We've covered some crazy stories on this show before, but this one takes the cake. <laughs> the cupcake. Get it? <sighs> Anywho, you know what time it is. Listen to our confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. Da, 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 da. This comes in via a listener named Gus, and he says, What is up, Leroy? Big fan of the show, and have pretty much been listening since day one. Ah, oh, thanks, man. Respect. Love to hear that. He goes on to say, 
My name is Gus, and I am currently living in British Columbia. That's a coincidence. That's where, where our story took place. Anyway, Gus says, The story I have for you today is from my high school days, living in a buttfuck small town in central Alberta called Pinoca. Like most other small towns in Canada, there wasn't much to do other than get drunk or smoke weed on the weekends. I turned 18. That's the legal drinking age there. Before most of my other friends, so I got the idea to start booting alcohol for them. It was more of a public service than hustle, really. Soon word spread and more and more random people wanted to make use of my service. That is how this one individual, who we shall name Shithead, came into the picture. He asked me to get him a 26 or a whiskey. Probably Alberta Premium or some such swill. So off I went to the liquor store. When I was in there, the cashier seemed very distracted and upset. She was also on the phone. I didn't pay much attention to her. Just got the booze, paid for it, and bounced. I met Shithead in the park close by with some other people and handed him the merchandise, which he quickly slipped up his sleeve. Before I knew it, I was surrounded by like three cop cars with spotlights on me, telling me to freeze and all that. I was shitting bricks, but trying to act cool. They started questioning everyone, and somehow magically they did not notice I slipped Shithead his booze. Eventually they let everyone go except for me. Turned out someone had threatened the cashier at the liquor store right before I got there, and then the cops followed me instead. Talk about being in the wrong place at the wrong time. The cops made me open my backpack, which was filled with my own booze, for the evening, and made me pour it all out. I was pissed. And Shithead got away with his illicitly acquired whiskey. That was only the start of my tangles with Shithead. Later that summer, I was having a smoke with a friend of mine on his doorstep one evening, just chilling out type of thing. He randomly noticed that someone was rummaging through my car. I looked, and you know what? He was right. So I snuck up to my vehicle, it was a two-door Honda Accord, and opened my driver's side door. The perp was on the passenger side, and guess who it was? Shithead. I caught him red-handed rummaging through my glove box. He took off running and I chased him down. I was really amped up from the adrenaline and caught up to him and tackled him into some bushes. I snagged him by the collar and dragged him back to where my car was. My friend's sister saw it all through the window and had called the cops, which I didn't really want to do, but oh well. It happens. I tried to keep shithead contained, but he was a slippery prick and took off on me before the cops came. When they did come, they made it seem like I was wasting their time. Nothing ever came of it on their end. And guess what the loot was shithead tried to take off with? My T-183 calculator from high school calculus of all things. I guess those things were pretty fancy for the times. Pretty soon I moved away for college and didn't see shithead again. My younger brother ran into him at a bush party and beat the snot out of him and told him, You don't steal from my family good old backwoods justice or whatever you want to call that. All that for a bottle of booze and a fancy calculator. Hope that wasn't too long. Cheers, bud. Keep it weird and stay cool. Have a good one. Ya boy, Gus. Aw, oh, thanks, Gus. And no, that wasn't too long at all. I love hearing stories of teenage escapades. Reminds me of my days as a scummy teenager myself. And I'm always intrigued by small towns. Pinocchio. Uh, where you grew up actually sounds pretty cool. I looked it up. A little over 7,000 people reside there. 
Pinocchio means elk in Blackfoot, which is on the town flag. That's kind of cool. Uh, they got a general store there, a hospital. You got the Pinocchio Stampede going on right now, actually. There are a couple of road closures due to the Stampede Parade going on right now, so watch out for that if you're in the area. There's also a store called Busted Ladies Lingerie. Uh, their website said, We provide women of wide-ranging shapes and sizes with fitted, supportive, fashionable bras and lingerie. Our goal is to provide an uplifting experience. <laughs> Pun intended, I'm sure. But Gus, I completely hear what you're saying. As a teenager, I'm sure you guys were bored as heck and had to use your imaginations to prevent boredom or just get high and drunk. Excuse me, that's legal at gmail.com is the email. Send in your petty crime confessions. And like my boy Gus here, you too could have your story played on the air. Check the show notes for links to the Patreon, PayPal, email, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and so on. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to Keep Canada Weird. I assure you, you will love it. That's it. That's all for now. But come meet me back here in another 10 days, and I will happily serve you up a hearty helping of softcore scumbaggery. Peace. <laughs>